Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Plant Services Tool Belt Podcast, your resource for all things maintenance reliability. Um, this is a special episode in that we're here with Laura Davis, the chief editor of New Equipment Digest. Uh, in the past year, since Plant Services joined the Endeavor Business Media family, Plant Services has worked more and more closely with New Equipment Digest, and um, our editors are working more closely with Laura Davis. So we thought we'd take the opportunity today to talk to Laura about uh, her goals for NED, uh, what she's seeing in terms of industry trends, and then we can talk about the partnership a little bit. So, Laura, thanks for being here today in the episode. Of course. Thank you for having me. You know, one of the things that jumped out right away about NED and your work on it is that you're in a really unique position where you're the first to see and hear about all kinds of new and innovative technologies across the breadth and depth of industry. Now, I know I have a, a hard time keeping track of just the maintenance and reliability technologies that we cover. You've got uh, a mission that spans industry. So I'm curious to know, with your editor's eye, um, since you're seeing everything across the board, what kind of categories are you currently seeing a lot of product innovation happening in? Yeah, uh, we're definitely a bit different um, from other publications in our company, at least, um, since our focus is solely on new products, mm -hmm. um, not just products, but equipment and technology in the manufacturing space, which, as you said, is very, very broad. So we see everything from, you know, a new cleaning spray to safety lanyards, motors and drives, all the way to VR maintenance. Um, it's, it's very, very big. It can get overwhelming at times with all the new stuff coming out. Um, but lately, the biggest thing we're seeing is AI. Um, it's huge right now, and it's starting to hit like the commercial and consumer space, um, but it hasn't necessarily been something new in manufacturing. You know, we've been dealing this with for a couple years now, um, especially in preventative and predictive maintenance. Mm. Um, but it kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, IoT, smart factories, um, smart plants. But what we're seeing now is instead of a few years ago, you know, we were reporting on, oh, this machine has an app. Isn't that neat? The sensor has Bluetooth. That's really cool. Now we're at a point where these products are coming out with AI integrated into them. There's a lot less connection steps. Um, and we're really finally getting to that point of, oh, this actually is a smart connected factory. Um, wow. My machine can actually tell me, you know, not just the real-time data, but it's smart data. You know, it's doing probably rolling averages over time of everything that's happened, not just today. Um, so I think that's really interesting because um, we've been talking about these smart factories for years. Um, it's always been like, oh, we're here now, we're here now. We're really just starting to get there. Um, and as it becomes more ubiquitous and stuff, you know, even smaller companies are going to be able to get in on the action. Um, I just think it's really cool. Yeah, that's a really useful insight, I think, for a lot of our listeners. And the past couple of years since COVID hit, one of the things that happened in maintenance was that people were reassessing, number one, how to fill uh, plant resources when either A, they were out sick for up to two weeks with COVID, or B, just decided uh, that they were going to look for different kind of jobs. Um, and so remote monitoring technologies really took, the, really took center stage. Uh, people who had been maybe soft pedaling towards them slowly, uh, suddenly engaged in, and made sure that they knew what kind of sensors they would need to to uh, listen to what kind of assets. And what you're saying too now is that it, AI 
is is boosting these assets and it's almost becoming a turnkey offering uh where um, a lot of the noise is being filtered out right there on the device sometimes uh, before it transmits data back to home base. Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, the only other area, just want to mention this real quick, is kind of in the same vein, but uh, not a smart factory, but a smart warehouse. Um, with hmm. the reshoring and onshoring initiatives, we're seeing a lot of increased um, automated storage systems robotics in the warehouse, kind of moving people away from the labor intensive jobs um, and making it so the robots can do those things. Um, and they're not new systems, but the additional features and getting the worker out of that, you know, stressful, physical, everyday environment um, is becoming more common, which is really nice. Interesting. I would think there's there would be a, a parallel concern with safety technology too because as you get more automated in the warehouse and you get these larger agv type vehicles moving uh, materials around um you're going to have to have the safety component first and foremost so the, the vehicles don't bu- don't bump into people or worse right yes interesting it's i guess i shouldn't be surprised that vision systems are so powerful these days but uh, some of this stuff still does take my breath away when i realize what could be done <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember one of my first factory tours, they had the, what is it, the tape guided AGVs um, going around and they were like, do not walk in the path of the tape. <laughs> you will get run over. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> a little wow. concerning. But now I think we've moved quite beyond that. Um, I don't see as many products coming out with the tape guidance. Um, it's all just the present sensing systems now. Right. Yeah. You can look on YouTube and see any number of videos out there which show the, as you said, the sensing systems taking care to not, to not bump into either warehouse shelves, warehouse assets, and most importantly, people. Yeah. I, about a year ago, I had the chance to go see the, the spot robot from Boston Dynamics. They even got to drive it a little bit. Um, their their uh, Boston Dynamics was, was pairing up with a couple of uh, technologies from UE Systems and RDA Techno- RDI Technologies. Um, to get robots into spaces in the plant, which were difficult for people to get into, in order mm-hmm. to take re- take sensor readings on uh, on the assets, and that alone was kind of fun to drive it. But that robot didn't need me to drive it. That robot, that robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. So. Spot's always fun to see the news about. Yeah. Well, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm curious to know uh, how your background led to this job, and especially what is it that you like the most about your work as chief editor on NED? Yeah, um, so before I came to NED, um, I worked for a wire service. Very, very boring job. Um, We would get press releases from all industries, um, finance to manufacturing to health, everything in between. And we would edit and send these press releases out uh, internationally. So I read a lot all day um, about every industry. Um, and once that job, you know, got to be a bit too much, <laughs> it was a very long days. Um, mm. I was hired at New Equipment Digest to read press releases about products um, and look through them all day and decide, you know, what was worthy, what was new of promoting to the readers. So I started as the sole products editor, um, you know, going through hundreds of releases a day. Um, And I was very green to the manufacturing space. Um, I really didn't know much. 
So I spent a lot of my first couple months Googling a lot. Um, like, what is this piece of equipment? How does it work? What does it do? Who is it for? I was trying to wrap my head around these things. So I wasn't just throwing up any old product up, not realizing, you know, maybe this actually doesn't solve a good problem. Um, so that went on. Um, and now I'm at a point where I'm the chief editor and I still get to go through these products on a daily basis. Um, it, it can be very monotonous, but I actually love seeing what's coming out. Um, you know, yes, it's what new equipment digest does. We, you know, we talk about the new tech and equipment, um, but it's something that holds a special place in my heart. And I love being able to provide the information of, Hey, you should probably check this out. This is really cool. Even if it's, you know, a small washer. Um, I had, I think a year ago, I don't remember the company, they came out with a washer that had Bluetooth integrated into it for measuring tightness. And it would tell you the data. And I was like, that would have been really nice to use um, when I installed a new toilet and cracked it <laughs> from oh, tightening no. it too hard. So right. um, stuff like that, I just find really, really interesting. Um, and I love that even being, you know, higher up on the publication, I, I'm still allowed to do that and promote those things. I don't have to get away from it. That's really exciting. And, and a quick aside here, uh, the reliability and maintenance folks who are listening to the podcast just raised their hand in sympathy uh, to over-torquing <laughs> bolts anywhere, especially in a bathroom unit like that. Yes. Man, oh, man. Um, that was fun. Well, that's that's interesting. That that sort of first to see and first to share element of the job must be really exciting because you you get first crack at a lot of the stuff that, uh, that, that, say, might take a while to filter down to uh, the, the plant level. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm hoping, I, I hope our readers and anyone new to the site, you know, really takes uh, takes a look and finds usefulness in the products that we're promoting. Um, and I'm always open to my readers if they want to be like, hey, there's a new product, you guys should probably look at it. I'm open to that and covering it. Um, it's what I do best. <laughs> That's so. good to know. And we'll we'll put your email address in the podcast notes. But you're, for anyone who wants to take Laura up on the offer and share a product that they found really useful, it's Davis at EndeavorB2B.com. Right, Laura? Yes. Okay. Well, in NED as a online property is interesting. There's a print edition, which most people are familiar with. Um, and then there's the online property where it's technically split into two different sites, although you can you can access both from NED.com, newcommentdigest.com. Um, what are some things that you're going to do with the website this year, with the, with the brand that we can look forward to? Um, yeah, so we got a couple things going on. Um, last year, we started venturing into videos for a new form of content. Um, so this year we're really ramping that up. Um, we're hopefully planning on getting, you know, a good cadence of videos out this year from anything to um, issue previews, kind of letting you know what's gonna be in the upcoming issue before you get it. Um, videos with product demos, um, you know, top products of the month videos, just kind of quick content that you guys can get um, you know, if you're on a busy day and you want to know the hits, we'll have the hits in video form for you. Um, additionally, uh, we it's our second year of our Innovation Awards program. Um, I say second because it was gone for a few years. So last year was our first step back into the program. 
um, but it went really, really well. I was surprised at the engagement we had for not being around for a few years. So if anyone's interested, um, you can head over to our website and we have information about the awards, but we're looking at submissions being open around April or May. Um, and then winners will be featured in our November issue at the end of the year. So let's finish our podcast by talking about the Plant Services NED partnership. Um, it stems from when Plant Services was acquired as part of the Putman Media family by Endeavor. And now you and I are in the same business group. And when Plant Services arrived as new kid on the block, uh, you made us feel real welcome. And pretty quickly, um, our boss uh, asked us to work together. And, and could you describe sort of some of the things that you and I talked about with that partnership? Yeah. So. Um... When you guys came in, we found a, a compatibility, if you will, between our two brands. Um, so NED, since we mostly just cover equipment and a lot of the other brands in our group are thought leadership somewhere in the manufacturing space for some um, sector. So we don't have a lot of that. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we miss out on some readers not having that and plant services does that really well in the MRO space. Um, and so there's a very symbiotic relationship there, I think, that we're trying to tap into this year um, by collaborating and, you know, telling our audiences, hey, um, you know, something on plant services talking about, uh, here's the best way to maintain this piece of equipment. You can then get to NED and we'll be like, all right, here's the best way to maintain that piece of equipment. Here's the new types of equipment for that. Um, I think it's a it's a really good way to kind of like get the full picture um, in the manufacturing space, not just what it is, how to do it, but like, here's here's a new one. You can check this out from this company. Right. And it, it, I agree completely. One of the things that Plant Services has had, has had trouble covering in the past couple of years is the product and technology side. You know, we, we've got Sheila Kennedy, who as a, a certified CMRP, she can take a maintenance practitioner's eye, and we do have her writing a column once a month, which calls out a couple of products in a single category, uh, but it's nowhere near the coverage that you provide. So yeah, I've had a really good time figuring out um, since last July how we're gonna work together. And I think our readers can expect uh, deeper collaboration as time goes on this year to make sure that folks who check out Plant Services content can see some of those products featured on NED and then vice versa on NED, right? Um, no, yes, I am very excited about this. Um, I think it's a perfect offering, and I think it's the best way to advance our brands forward. So, yeah, everyone listening, you'll you'll see more and more evidence of this collaboration going forward this year. Uh, we, we've taken baby steps behind the scenes, and we're going to ramp up the collaboration going through 2023. Um, with that, Laura, thank you for being on the Plant Services Tool Belt and in introducing yourself to our listeners too. I mean, it, it, if, if any of you out there want a technology resource and want to know what the latest and greatest is, uh, do check out New Equipment Digest and, uh, and you can reach out to Laura directly. Her email is in the podcast notes. So Laura, thanks a million. Thank you. Uh, this was super fun. <laughs> I had a lot of good time. <laughs>